from PRX. This is Studio 360. I'm Kurt Anderson. Stacy Rose is a playwright in Minnesota, St. Paul, but by day and sometimes also by night, she's a respiratory therapist. As part of our Day Jobs series, Stacy told us about her two very different lines of work. Not being able to breathe is just like having a giant hand squeeze your chest with this pressure that isn't painful, but which just suppresses slowly but surely the amount of air that's coming in and out. I'm Stacy Rose. I am a writer for stage, screen, and hopefully soon television. I'm a respiratory therapist and I help people breathe. The truth of how healthcare works is actually more interesting and more dramatic at times than what you see on television. Like, it's interesting when I watch healthcare shows like ER. Which, by the way, for a long, long time, I thought was the most accurate in terms of how healthcare actually works in a hospital setting. Be fit. Charging to 200. Everybody off. Just a sec. But they'll, like, have these tremendous codes and these, like, high-pressure things. And there's no respiratory therapist in the room. Lidocaine, 100 IV push. Hang a drip, two milligrams a minute. Shoot a chest, get a gas, and call respiratory. No, we're probably there already. Like, we get yelled at if we're not there. Wow. Well, what? Today's her 50th birthday. I'd always had an interest in writing, and I'd always been an avid reader. I was kind of the wheezy, chubby kid in school who read a lot of books. And I journaled a lot. Um, I didn't really take any of it too seriously. Until I was in my 30s, actually, (laughs) and I was divorcing at the time, and I was looking for something to kind of satisfy this urge to create and this urge to kind of alleviate some of the pain I was feeling around my divorce. And so I decided to go back to uh, college, which I often do when I don't know what to do with my life. (laughs) I ultimately uh, chose theater. I got into NYU and... Very quickly, uh, people began taking to the things I was writing. I had this kismet meeting with Spike Lee on the street about halfway through my first year, and he became a mentor of sorts. I audited his class and built that relationship. I love walking the beautiful and nitty-gritty streets of New York City. But sometimes walking the beautiful nitty-gritty streets as a woman can be, well... Brutal. Ended up working as writer's assistant and script coordinator on his show for Netflix. She's got to have it. Excuse me, miss, but you so fine. I drink a tub of your bath water out of champagne glass. You want to know why? Because your mom's placenta was filled with holy water. God blessing you, girl. Mm, good God. As I get older and as both jobs get more demanding, it's harder because it is very hard working at night. And then coming home and getting, like, 
maybe the four to five hours of day sleep that I get and either heading back to work or heading to the next commitment or heading to a show or part of writing theater, especially for me, is taking in theater. Balancing all that is incredibly difficult. The show will resume in no time, but I did want to take this moment to suggest you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, feel free to write a review, which does help people discover the show. And now, back to the podcast. The biggest part of our job is managing uh, ventilators. So a ventilator is the machine responsible for breathing when a patient is too sick to do it on their own, or it can be um, used when a patient is going to have surgery. It basically breathes for you. I'm usually in one of the ICUs. Some nights I can come in and I can have three vents. Some nights I come in and it's like wall-to-wall ventilators. So when I go in, I, you know, assess each one of my patients. I listen to their breath sounds. I look at their tube to make sure it's where it's documented in the chart. I look at their vent settings, you know. I could have a patient and they just completely look like they're going down the tube. I can see them the next day and they're waving at me. And they're off the vent. Like, that's... That's the best feeling in the world when you watch somebody completely go through it and you're like, yeah, like I I helped do that. That is the part of my job that I love most. I can remember caring for someone. Their family member was incredibly sick and he was the next of kin. The only thing that I could do besides what I was doing was talk to him. Because the thing is, he didn't want to make the decision to let this person pass. Having the conversations with him made it easier for him to let go. That's a whole other thing. Like, when you're not saving lives, how do you honor people's lives at the end? And I think that has been the part of my job that has been the most humbling and educational for me. I have watched a lot of people pass in my time as a therapist. And um, in good ways and very bad ways. Um, And I would like to think that I gave my best to each person who um, was transitioning. There's a certain level of BS that gets eliminated when death shows up. Like, it doesn't care who you are. It doesn't care what you've achieved. It, it just doesn't care. People who are in direct contact with patients for sustained periods, we have the most morbid sense of humor. It's funny, and at times it just gets a little bit too dark. And it does desensitize you a little bit. That's kind of the beauty of me being an artist as well, is that it kind of brings me back into this sensitivity and the human side of myself. I'm surrounded by life lessons. The best in people, and sometimes the worst in people, come out when their family members are sick or when they're sick. I make it my business to never borrow stories from patients. 
the general sense of humanity that I get from my job is what I take into my written work. This career enabled me to be who I am and do what I do, and I am forever indebted to it. And it's part of my desire to to tell our stories because no one knows outside of a very small sphere who we are or what we do. There is definitely a correct way to give a breathing treatment. With writing, it's a little bit more subjective. If I weren't an artist, I don't think I'd be as compassionate a therapist as I am. I don't think I'd be able to navigate people the way that I do. That's Stacy Rose. Stacy is a fellow at the Sundance Institute Theater Lab, and her play, The Danger, A Homage to Strange Fruit, was just staged in Brooklyn. Our story was produced by Sandra Lopez Monsalve and Skylar Swenson. Do you know somebody, or are you somebody, who's got an interesting day job that pays the bills while creative pursuits are otherwise pursued? Like maybe a stand-up comic with a day job as a bail bondsman or a novelist who works as a dog groomer? If so, we want to hear about it. Give us the basics in a voice memo or an email and send it to incoming at studio360.org. Thanks for listening, and you can subscribe to Studio 360 at iTunes or Overcast or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. 